What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with my main man, Sully and Jones, for another exciting week. We've got World Series, we've got the NBA, we've got the NFL to talk about. We're going to talk about our best bets, and we're going to get right into it. The Washington Nationals are leading the World Series two games to nothing. After a blowout win in Game 2, uh, kind of rocked Verlander in Houston, won, what was it, 12-3 was the final? 12-3, it was 2-2 in the 7th. Yeah, I mean, they uh, they really they did some damage against a really good team, stole two on the road against the, you know, the top team in the league this year. What do you guys think? You think the Astros have what it takes to come back in this, losing the home field advantage, or...? I think they're still alive. I mean, I think it. I mean, game three, obviously, it's do or die for them. Um, but I mean, it's obviously oh, they got Grinky on the road. They got they got Grinky on the road. They did some uncharacteristic things last night. It was three two bases loaded, and uh, Bregman mishandled the ground ball with the bases loaded and two out. So, I mean, they scored six or seven runs that inning. So, um, it looked like a lopsided game, but it was really a great close game. But I don't think they're out of it at all. I mean, this team just went always when you think they're out. They're down one nothing against the Yankees. Um, then you know they're not looking good. Cole's not looking good. Whatever they 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 seem to get out of it somehow. But at the same time, Nationals look like a team of destiny. Ever since their 1931 start, it seems like they're just destined to win it. I don't I don't know. They're just they got their big three. They have uh, they're timely hitting, really solid defense, but. I don't know. I think I think they do have a chance. I think if the Astros win this one, they'll get some of their mojo back. I never thought, I don't know, I don't think home field advantage is as, as big a deal as some people make it, unless if you have a home field advantage like the Yankees do. But even look where that left them. We didn't even talk about the Yankees. But they lost two out of three at home. So even the best home field advantages in baseball, I mean, they only go so far. I think I think it's Grinky versus Anibal Sanchez, who's been great. But I think the Astros can hit Sanchez. They win game game three, they have a chance, and then if they can make it to a game five, then they'll have Cole again, and then game six they'll have Verlander. So, I think they definitely have a chance. I wouldn't count them out right now. Yeah, kind of in the same boat. Um, they're still the more talented team on paper, on both in the lineup and on the pitching mound. Um, and anytime, any time, you always have to give talent the benefit of the doubt, no matter how they've been playing or how they've been looking. Um, Talent wins out in most cases, but obviously the team, like Sully said, this team, this Nationals team, looks like they're the team of destiny this year. Um, I'm probably sure that you know if you started the year, that this team wouldn't have made your top ten teams um, going into the season, and to for them to be in the position they are is it's incredible. I wish I bet them at fifty five to one. I just hope they win as a big fuck you to Bryce Harper. Yeah. Like that, yeah, that's the only I, silver lining for me right who, now. Who wins this? But the only reason I'm pulling for anybody is so the Nationals can, you know, give a big middle finger to Bryce Harper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, you know, anyone who chooses to live in Philadelphia 
you deserve that type of fate. Yeah, but yeah. Dave, I would be I would be remiss if I didn't bring up oh. the the heartbreak you must have felt on Saturday night when Jose Altuve went yard to walk off and just 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 crush your season. I wish I wish I could have been a fly on the wall wherever you were for that one. I didn't talk for like. 20, 30 minutes afterwards. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. That's how it uh, was when the Pats lost to the Eagles. I was like, I just, I just left. Like, there was like four or five people at my house watching the game with me, and they just like left, and not a, not a word was said. I was, <laughs> I just stood there and like... Were they all like, Yankee fans? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have a little bit of taste. I don't hang out with Astros fans. Who was it? Uh, Tim, Jeff, uh, Darren... Darren's a Yankee fan? That night he was. <laughs> I was going to say, I wouldn't think he knows one thing about baseball. I'm but, a big bag. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was just, it, it wasn't even like, it, it, you know, obviously I was not happy, but it wasn't like this overcome of like anger. I wanted to like smash something. I was just like, it was more like disbelief because you never, ever imagine that's how it's going to end, you know, and that quickly too. Like that that home run off off D, the DJ home run at the top of the ninth. That was like you know one of the highs of the year, if not the the high of the year. Um, and then for it to all just kind of disappear with Chapman on the mound of all people who's been great all year. Um, and the smirk, yeah, and the smirk wasn't. Yeah, what was that about? Wasn't thrilled. And I, I tweeted out, like, he's got a, Chapman's got some fucking explaining to do for this, and people were chirping at me, like, yeah, Mariano, like, smirked when he fucking gave up the walk-off to Luis Gonzalez in 01. I was like, he fucking a- had to answer for that, too. Like, no one's above that bullshit. Mariano, the greatest closer of all time, he smirked. He, there was questions to him asked about that. All these motherfuckers were are 17, 18 years old, and my mentions weren't even fucking breathing when that World Series happened, trying to tell me how it fucking went down. <laughs> oh, these fucking kids, Dave. I mean, you figure once it goes down 3-1, the series is over, like we said. You got to win game five. They win game five. You beat, you beat, you, you shell Verlander for one inning. The rest of the game, he's great. Still doesn't matter. Game six, you figure it's over. Going into the ninth, I figured it was over. Ozuna has been lights out in this postseason. You get the two-run shot. It's such a blow. I, I took it as a blow, too. I had some money on the Astros with one of our friends. Um, I mean, I was like, wow, this sucks. And then they come back, and Altuve just walks it off. I mean, definitely just night and day difference. Because if you win game six, I mean, not to say you're playing with house money because a lot of Yankee fans expected World Series or bust, but now you have game seven against Cole. Not likely, but possible. So you have a chance in Game Seven. So. Yeah, you're still breathing. It's Game Seven. Game Seven's Game Seven. You know, it's you can't win it if you don't get there. That's very true. I just don't know how much heartbreak one man can take in a year. First, it was Kristaps, then it was OBJ, then now the Yankees losing this. I think, Dave, if one more thing happens, oh wait, even the I, Rangers suck, and then you don't get the first overall pick. And then, oh, oh my God, Dave! All right, Dave, I guess gonna. Are you okay? Well, are what you... was the biggest heartbreak? Yeah. Um. The Yankees. The Yankees. Yeah, it had to be the Yankees. The Yankees. Because right? yeah. the Yankees. Every, no, the Yankees were supposed to 
be better than this. You know what I mean? Like they were, it, like Sully said, it was World Series or bust. We we never, from day one, never considered any other option. You know, and with the with the Knicks pick, it's you know it's a fucking shot in the dark. Essentially, it's the Knicks. We're the only team that's never moved up in the lottery. So knew that wasn't going to happen in the back of my mind. Um, Porzingis, you know, is not everyone has the the mental capacity to play in this great city, and uh, you know, old men come in and ruin your football teams too. So, you know, I think Daniel Jones would wouldn't mind having a guy like Odell Beckham to throw to. But as great as OBJ is, like at the end of the day, wide receivers are a replaceable position. Um, so I'm that not. That trade didn't work out for either team, really. I mean. Oh, Zeitler, Zeitler's good for us, but yeah, that, Zeitler's techni- been very that good, technically but wasn't the, those are technically has, two separate has, trades. But, but the benefit, you know, he's, what is he, 30, 31? He doesn't really... No, I think he's 29 or 30. Yeah, well, I mean, linemen aren't really, you know, they usually, once you hit 32, 33, injuries start to come. I mean, once this team is hitting all cylinders, wherever that be, I don't imagine it be in the next year or two. I mean, I don't know if he'll be a part of it by then. So no, and that's uh, that's fair. Um, so you know, it's it's a, it's he's playing better now, but it's just the reward is obviously much much less than if you had OBJ. Maybe you're winning some of these close games. Yeah, yeah, fair. But um, yeah, if I'm Cleveland, I gotta you gotta look at trading him. You gotta seriously consider that. Yeah, I mean, it's just not it's not working. I mean, but then again, like. Is it him that's not working, or is it Baker that's not working? It's their offensive line that's really not working. And yeah, they're not, he doesn't even have a chance. Yeah, um, and they're going to have to figure out a, a way to address that because they, they're paying everyone but the offensive line. That's the only thing they haven't addressed, and it's killing them right now. Yeah, yeah, they, they brought in the stars, and then, yeah, they're really not doing shit. Their they're defense never, is pretty They're smart to build a team. They build it. Ass backwards. I mean, they had a good start. They had the D line figured out. They had a really good O line last year, and then you just you never trade line like at first for the Giants. It you know and it the media took it completely the other way. What are the Giants doing? This that we don't we don't get it. But you don't build a team from your receivers. I mean, you got to protect the quarterback. I mean, Baker was protected against Seattle, but for the most part, he has had abysmal protection, and Chubb has still been very good. But it's easier to run block than pass block, and you know run blocking. You just got to get in the fucking way. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's they're just getting overwhelmed when it comes to pass protection. And Baker still has been bad, but if he had a decent average line, he definitely he would be much better than this. Um, He he looks scared in the pocket. He doesn't look comfortable. He it's like he's anticipating there to be a rusher when there's not even a rusher at times like in the Seattle game and, and it's affecting his ball placement and his mechanics look awful but the whole it's it's a complete mess in Cleveland well the the, the two steps they took forward last year the three steps back now Jarvis Landry seven touchdowns last year people are like oh you could score touchdowns you butt dumb asshole no he can't he's got zero this year so you know you know, guys like OBJ Landry, have Julio, like they just two don't score three? touchdowns Julio and, and Landry they don't score touchdowns I don't want to hear it so how many does OBJ have? Like two or three? Can't have yeah. more than like I think three. Two. I think two. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, they. I don't know. That's that's the only qualm or like lack of. No, he has one. Nice. Um, 
receptions, 436 yards, and one touchdown. One. Wow. Solid season. I bet you're, bet you're having fun killing it in fucking Cleveland. <clears throat> if, if they somehow traded him to the Pats, I would probably put a hole somewhere. Oh, yeah, because then we're talking Randy Moss numbers. Yeah. Yes, we're talking Randy Moss. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like we're talking like Muhammad Sanu's like that fourth receiver. Yeah. And, well, and still catching four touchdowns the rest of the year. It's looking more and more like this is going to be the last year in New England one way or another for, for Tommy. So Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Like, that's... He's selling his house, bought a house in Greenwich, Connecticut. Either I'm thinking he's just out and he's got something he wants to do in New York. And that's why I think it's retirement. I don't see him going to play for another team, especially if they win this year. And I mean, let's be honest, they're obviously the clear favorite to win this year with that defense. But what does he have off to prove? That's the thing. I mean, that's the thing. If he wins this year, especially at this rate, I mean, Mahomes might not even be back by the time we play the Chiefs. So really, what's your toughest game on the schedule? The Cowboys? Mahomes might be back this week. Maybe, but you think they're going to rush him back? I mean, I think we'll be ready to go next week. When do they, when do they play the Pats? Week 11. Oh, but he'll be back. I don't know. That's what they were saying originally, because do, really do they really want to rush him back and then have him hurt himself worse than he did already? I understand like the dislocated patella is not that big of a deal. I but... mean, if he's already practicing, I mean, he's at least going to play next week. I don't think he should play this week, but he'll he'll play next week. Yeah. Um, but I think the way as... he plays, it's a, it's, a, it's a risk, and that's your that's your team right there. Well, people yeah. also might not know, Brady also bought an apartment in New York, in Manhattan, in Tribeca. There's a new building coming up. It's not even done yet. The new building's being built right now. Um Starts with a V, I forget, but it's like a pretty well-known luxury building going up uh, down a little north of the World Trade Centers uh, in Tribeca. Um, but he he sold his Madison Avenue apartment on, by Washington Square like a year ago and bought a pre-purchase an apartment in this building. Um, so he's going to – I didn't know he was getting the house in Greenwich, but I knew for a fact that he's, he's purchased a, a new apartment in New York City. Yeah, that smells to me like retirement. That I can't – yeah. Yeah. I can't see him playing like another team. I, I you got to think Brady. You got to think his diet, the way he works out. You, he's already got a brand. I can only imagine he wants New York to right. the mecca of of everything, pretty much, to just amplify that brand times a hundred. And just I can see him absolutely killing whether it's the food industry, whether it's you know a meal service, whether whatever the fuck it is, workout, you know, even further developing his workouts and stuff. He's gonna do something, gyms. Who knows? Like. He could do so much with his platform, and he's, I mean, he's definitely a smart, very, you know, he knows what he's doing, like, and, you know, I mean, he's got the wife and kids at home, like, you know, he's got the wife and kids, and, and she's wanted him to retire for so long, money's not an issue, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's worth three times what he is, and he's oh, if they, worth $280 million. If they win this year, he's out, for sure. I think he's done one way or the other. I said it last year. I said this was last year regardless. I that too. But if say they go, like say it's another like 18 and one situation, that I could see him being like, nah, fuck that. Run it back. He would come back for that. The only thing I'll say is that I I, I did not think going into the year this would be his last year. I don't think he thought going into this year it would be his last year. I think right now if the season ended today, I think he would be done. But it's a very fluid situation because we got to remember – when there was the beef between Bill, the Jimmy Garoppolo, the the Brady, that that whole love triangle, we all figured that was the end 
of the Patriots, and and one of them was moving, if not two of them. And this is two years later, and they're all still there. Um, it looked very doom and gloom at the time, and I'm sure many of us wanted, like myself, wanted it to be the end. But you know, who knows? I mean, right now it's week eight, so it's really his mindset week. You know, after the Super Bowl. Well, he, I mean. People are starting to put together these pieces now because Schefter was talking about it, but he, he put his home up for sale in the beginning of August, first week of August. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he knew it was going to take forever to sell that house, though. They want like $39 million for yeah. it. They, people are saying, I was reading an article, actually, I forget what, what site it was on, but that it's, it's all about these uh, professional athletes that like played long time, a long time in like not premier markets. I mean, I, I would consider Boston a premier market, but like, you know, dudes who have like $20 million houses, like outside Detroit and outside like Cleveland and, and Milwaukee and, and shit like that. And they can't sell their fucking houses. Cause it's like, who the fuck can buy, afford a $29 million house in fucking Milwaukee? You know, or who wants that? Your market isn't very, and uh, they're, and they're usually very customized. Like they're usually, yeah, you know, they, they have like, like, yeah, they have their fucking number engraved into the fucking million dollar marble in the fucking fireplace. Like, it's all like <laughs> bullshit like that. So they can't like sell these houses, and they're just like se- stuck either selling them for like half the value just to get something, or like stuck with them their whole lives because they can't fucking get rid of them. You know, MJ couldn't even sell his house. He wanted to sell his house in Charlotte, and he couldn't even do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you gotta, that's, that's the thing. I mean, obviously he got the most money out of his house, Brady, because, like, he's lived there for, I mean, they built that, like, pretty recently, like, within the last, like, ten years, but still, I mean, he, like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I There's plenty of money in Boston, and, like, think about it, someone's gonna be like, yeah, it's yeah. fucking Tom Brady's old house. Yeah, oh, I had the fucking money. Fucking buying that shit. If I had the money, bro, I'd offer him. I'd offer him like thirty-two. I'd lowball it a little bit. I'd be like, knock seven yeah. mil off that asking price. Yeah, 32, 32 and throw in a couple signed footballs and leave all your memorabilia. Thirty-two. How much for the women and children? Yeah. Thirty-two <laughs> and three hours with Giselle. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's before this gets too far off track. I can see this going bad. Let's talk a little NBA before we bring it back to football. NBA season opened. I'm pretty sure every team has played by this point now. Uh, not the Warriors. Not the Warriors. Tonight, oh, no. there's a couple teams they have to play tonight. Warriors are one of them. Right. But after tonight, the rest of the the rest of the NBA will have played. Um, what did you guys think of that Lakers-Clippers game? Oh, man, it was awesome. <laughs> I didn't even see. I passed the fuck out. I, I, did, I, I didn't watch all of it either, but I, I saw the box score, and I know what happened, and I've heard what everyone had to say, and I'm I'm loving the chatter coming out of it. Yeah, it's just yeah. I I don't obviously uh, the public and a lot of people love the Lakers because of you know Paul George's absence, but the Clippers have such a deep team. I mean, they really added tremendous depth. I mean, they have mm-hmm. guys like Mo Harkless coming off the bench.